Hello, our beautiful people, listeners, anyone out there. <laughs> this is Ambition on Fleek. I am your host, Peng Peng Lee. And I am your co-host, Janae Honest. I, I, before we get started, I sound stuffed. <laughs> I think it's allergy seasons, got seasons. <laughs> it's allergy season, guys. <laughs> I've been sneezing like nonstop. Yeah, I went through a little phase, though I haven't had a crazy allergy just phase and attack of just where my eyes are watering and everything. But I put a whole Kleenex box in my car now. <laughs> I definitely feel it a little bit, but I've been doing pretty good. That's good. I haven't gotten sick yet. Knock on wood. Oh, know. knock on wood on that one. My eyes have been so itchy. Yeah. And like I the red part of my either. eyes have been like puffing up and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Janae just did a giant yawn. Who? <laughs> it's just so early, and but we're here for you guys. <laughs> we are here doing ambition on fleek. <laughs> we're ambitious. Yes, we are here to inspire and motivate you through our unique stories from our gymnastics experiences. We are both NCAA national champions and know what it takes to be successful athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and through this part of gymnastics, we learned the importance of balance and when it comes to addressing the physical, mental, emotional side of life. I won't say we got it down packed, but we pretty much do, you know? You know, I, I, feel, I feel like we don't have it, you know, locked in the bag because there's always room to grow. But I feel like when I talk to other people, I'm like, wow, I'm so wise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not to gloat myself, but. <laughs> oh my goodness. I actually feel like I've learned a lot through my gymnastics experiences that most people didn't have the opportunity to learn. So yeah. it's nice to pass down that knowledge, definitely. Yeah, I like passing down the knowledge, especially for with um, people who are lost. Because I feel like, I mean, I feel lost right now, to be honest, <laughs> with moving on from gymnastics. But in my gymnastics career, I definitely went through like the waves of feeling lost and, you know, not enjoying it, enjoying it. And then uh, injuries and then healing and then wanting to quit and all that fun stuff that comes with <laughs> gymnastics. So are we going to talk about Perfect 10 segment or introduce the topic first? Let's do Perfect 10. Okay. You perfect go first. Perfect 10 moments. Okay. Perfect 10 moments. These are the moments that you're proud of during the week and that you think you deserved a perfect 10 for. Perfect 10 is where you have accomplished and are excited about something you have done. It doesn't need to be actually executed perfectly. We just say there is no such thing as perfect. It is what you feel is perfect. <laughs> and it could be big or small. Big or small. So my perfect 10 moment of the week, I actually watched myself act for the first time ever. <laughs> Guys, we're making it. <laughs> <laughs> I um, did a student film at USC. I know, I'm sorry, UCLA fans, I did a student film at USC. <laughs> but I did that in the fall, and they just finally edited it, and they're trying to send it out to um, a lot of Asian American film festivals. And so I'm super excited and I got to watch myself on the screen. At first one eye was closed and I was like, oh, this is like cringy. And I finally <laughs> ended up watching myself and I thought I did a really good job. So now I can see myself actually acting because before I was just watching myself do auditions with a white blank wall behind me. So <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what I was really capable of there. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the greatest feeling though when you finally see yourself doing what you love and yeah. it's the first you know, big step and you don't know how it's gonna go, but then you watch yourself and, you, and or you exit that mm -hmm. experience and you're like, you know what? 
that wasn't horrendous and I can pursue this. This is great. Well, it's kind of like in gymnastics too. When I was younger, you're kind of just going through the motions. You just do it because you enjoy it. But when you actually start competing, then people are like, oh, have you ever thought about the Olympics? Like, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then you really think about it and you actually get more motivated to go work. Like you actually get more motivated to go to practice because now you have a purpose of why you're training. So I think that's that was what I was missing, a purpose of why I was doing the acting <laughs> classes. Cause it was fun, but at the same time, like I just couldn't see my potential. And now I'm like, ooh, I could work on this, I could work on that. And so I'm like really excited to go back to my acting class. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna sit in on one of these acting classes, you know? You could audit if you want. You good there, Jay? I swear. Um I've helped my friends read lines. Since oh, Janae helps the, me read lines all the time. Literally since middle school, because I've I've always had um, aspiring actress actors, I should say, actors in my life. So I feel you know I always just help you out. So you're like, hey, you want to read lines? I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I got this down. I got I'm this always, down. I'm always up to read lines with people. <laughs> she knows what the dash dash means. <laughs> <laughs> Janae, what was your perfect ten moment? So if you guys don't know, I currently work in a law office with attorneys and it could get pretty hectic in the job that I have. It is multitasking on a whole new level that, you know, whoo. Yeah, so, I remember texting Janae one day and she gave me like a one word answer. And I'm like, ooh, she's having a, a, a busy day at work today. <laughs> so basically... Um, one of the days last week, it was just a really big day, super important for um, one of the attorneys. And I was kind of managing this whole um, client meeting, we'll say. And I just think I handled that pressure and the level of multitasking so well because I also sit at the front desk. So I answer all the calls. So as I'm like mm. setting up and doing all these things, there are people calling to the office and I got to transfer that over and I got to set up food here and I got to set up the dial in here. <laughs> and then, you know, and it's just a thousand things going on at once. And I just feel that um, I handled that with such poise, let me tell you. And so I'm really, <laughs> I'm really proud and just kind of to receive that gratitude and um, kind of know that I did that I'm doing my job well oh, for that being dog, my, for this being my first real job, you know what I mean? Not just a summer job, not just, you yeah. know, like an internship, like this is my first real job. So, um, yeah, it's a huge learning curve and I'm definitely learning a lot on the professional side of things. So I definitely think that I can carry most of these lessons with me for the rest Aww. of my life. For the rest and of our lives and literally, to this podcast. And to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm the baby of the office, granted, like I'm the absolute youngest. So um, it's also interesting working with people that are like, 20 years older than me. <laughs> they, they all have families. Yeah, like, for real. They have their family pictures. Janae has her, like, like nothing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have? I have well, th here's the thing, because I have pictures from, you know, UCLA Gymnastics, because, you know, I got to carry that part. That was just a, such a big part of my life. Yeah. So I have pictures with little girls, and there's this family, <laughs> these little girls, <laughs> Could be my little sisters, basically, but oh, um, a lot of people that come into the office um, think that they're my daughters, and there were three of them. And I'm oh like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I totally could have been a teen mom, but that wasn't my situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember being so offended. Like, do I even look like a mother? Like, how dare someone, you? <laughs> someone thought I was thirty years old, and I was like, what? Because <laughs> I was talking about like, oh yeah, like I feel so old now. Like I go to campus and I just, everyone's so young and I'm like doing all these things and I can't even get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> and then she, the lady was like, how old are you? I'm like, 
oh, guess. I was like, I love this game when people guess my age because right. like, I get such a high range. And she was like, 30? I'm like, 30? <laughs> I was like, what? Well, like, you're like half, more than halfway there. I'm 25. <laughs> okay, you're halfway there. You're about to be more than halfway I know, there. I, I imagine it's, it's okay. in your chair Anyway, like so that. the topic of the day is... <laughs> All right, well, uh, we, we love talking about our perfect 10 moments, and that is your time to gloat. So never think we are being cocky or overconfident. It is your time to gloat because it was your perfect 10 moment. Be proud of it. So when you're telling your perfect 10 moment to your friends, be proud of that moment. And then move on. <laughs> All right. So, yes. So the topic today that we are going to discuss is the concept of insanity. Sounds Fun, dun dun dun. A little crazy, huh? A little so, crazy. <laughs> so basically, when we talk about insanity, we're talking about insanity, or I'm sure you guys have heard, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, which, you know, I'm sure you have either experienced already or you know you've been introduced to it, but you still don't understand it yet. But we're going to tell you a little bit of our stories and what our experiences have been with this and... Let me just tell you, it's a learning experience and a, oof, like a, yeah. definitely a growth experience for sure. Because, you know, I think almost every athlete goes through this or anyone in life in general is where you're you think you're making a change in something that you want to um, accomplish and you're trying to get to your goals. But you're not even close or you're just doing you're actually doing the same thing every single day you're not really making a change so it could be a small change but it's not enough to expect a different result so like in the gym I used to do a lot of turns and spins so you guys know if you watch my gymnastics I do a spin double on the beam spins are probably one of the most frustrating skills ever in gymnastics because you can do thousands of them without really hurting yourself except your mind (laughs) (laughs) something suffers something suffers (laughs) but it's if you think about it if you're doing a spin over and over again and you're trying to stay on the beam and you're expecting a different result you're and you think you're doing something different you're gonna drive yourself insane so we always think about like even in routines in gymnastics or when we do like skills our coach always says you need to make a dramatic change because if you don't make a dramatic change how are you going to expect a different result which is actually like hitting the routine or staying on the event in a way right yeah so i think we just want to talk about it more on like a day-to-day basis of insanity. <laughs> it sounds it sounds a little crazy, a little cray cray, but <laughs> but especially it this will help kind of like help you with the concept of mental blocks because I think mental blocks is when people do the same thing over and over and over again, and it's hard to make that change to get to your goal. Um, I just wanted to explain it from a personal experience, um, and I've totally been in this position of um, this situation of insanity and doing the same thing over and over and especially when you're getting frustrated and you want to do this skill so bad or you want to just get through the routine and you don't really realize that you're doing the same thing over and over Mm. um so let me just set this up for you real quick um (laughs) I just want to touch on it's not 100% fun it's not fun at all it's 100% not fun learning this whole insanity thing but 
Um, I want to say it was in the second half of my career at UCLA. So I want to say it was either junior or senior year. And it was when I wanted to keep my clear hip and my routine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I had this idea in my head because I had had this clear hip in my routine for so long. Um, And I won Pac-12 bars with this routine. So I thought, no, let me just keep this routine the same because I won with this routine (laughs) and this routine works for me. So I refuse to change it. Um, If you don't know what a clear hip is, you can look it up. Yeah, it's, um, I mean... Yeah. It's a basic skill. Yeah. Very, like, very from basic. Like, you will learn five. You will learn it at a young age. Like, uh-huh. I think uh, you can learn a clear hip at like 11 years old for all you non gymnastics people out there. Yes. So, I was really determined to keep this clear hip in, or I wanted to. This is just what I wanted to do. Granted, guys, I didn't need this skill. Like, it was just really unnecessary. Janae <laughs> was me. just stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 10.0 star value, which is what you start at in college, that's all you can start at. There's no bonus in college, fun fact. Um, So (laughs) I didn't need this skill, but I just wanted to keep it in it. And for some reason, um, this day specifically, just my clear (laughs) hips (laughs) were not happening. And it was one of those days when I was the last person on the event, and I think everybody was out of the gym at this point. Like they had all left, or I don't know if everybody had gone to weights. (laughs) But this girl, me, an upperclassman, was still on bars because I wanted to do this dang clear hip. Um, so basically what was happening, um, I think I, I was with Chris Waller, of course, because, you know, he was the bar coach. And we just built this strong relationship of <laughs> him coaching me. So basically what I would do, if you guys know what a clear hip is, I kept like clear hipping and then like falling over the wrong way. Like I couldn't, I don't know. She couldn't complete the skill. I couldn't complete the skill to do my major release move, right? Imagine doing a cartwheel and just bailing halfway. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what Janae was doing. I'm trying to put it in like, ter- like I'm trying to like relate it to something. Or say, okay, you're walking up the stairs but you're falling backwards as you're walking up and you don't make it to the other step. Yeah. And then you begin to question why and like just wonder like why is this so hard and why is this not working and you're like I don't understand what's going on in your mind and it's already taken too long guys I've probably done more than like 15 clear hips at this point and I just <laughs> kept going up and trying it and trying it and it was literally I was making no changes like <laughs> like it was the exact same mistake over and over yeah. and over here's the thing with okay with the term of insanity, it's when you are trying so hard. Like, we're not saying that you're just doing the same thing monotonously, like just going through the motion. No, you are trying so hard to either complete the task or complete your goal, but for some reason, you can't comprehend why you're not getting to the goal. That's why we say it's the definition of insanity, because you're doing the same thing over and over again without realizing it. Because Because in your heart, in your heart of hearts, you really think, that you're doing this skill out of like, oh, I'm gonna do it this time. Like you, you know, you got like you're fueled up and you're fired and yeah. you're like, I'm gonna do it. But then in reality, <laughs> you're really doing the same thing <laughs> over and over again. So that's why we say it is the concept of insanity because you're like on the outside perspective, people are like, why doesn't she just make a change? But you're like, but you're all fired up. Cause you're, you're like, like, I am like, I'm making a change. Like, I swear. Yeah, I am like, I'm motivated. Like yeah. you, you feel different. Like, of course you feel different. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and just know that it is okay to go through this experience. Everybody goes through, oh my goodness. Everybody goes through this experience and just know that 
this needs to happen with this, you know, cringy thing that, you know, of this whole insanity thing because you learn about yourself and the tendencies you pick up when That's you're stressed. Um, and this is what I learned. So basically, at this point, I was very frustrated. Um, the coach was frustrated with me. And yeah, from the outside perspective, like you said, he's like, you're not making a change. You're making the same mistake over and over. And like I was like, when, when, you, when we watched Janae, it was, <laughs> she was going through that and we were like, oh man, Jay, come on. Like, <laughs> like just, just, just make it, do something different. <laughs> like just do something different. And Janae's like over there, like chalking up, like aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You were really just ha- helping me relive this moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> so... For the podcast. Uh, (laughs) I feel that when you get frustrated and frazzled, you may think you're making a change, but in reality, you're focusing on not doing the same mistake again. So... Mm. (laughs) Just let that... I was like, Marinate wow. for a second, yeah, right? Let that manifest me. That that was a great point, Janae. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I was like, dang, she put that in a really good way. That is the quote of the day. Which you think would make sense because you don't want to make the same mistake again, but we talked about the power of visualization before. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> visualization. You really emphasized each word in that visualization. <laughs> Bro, this is so bad. Okay. <laughs> I forget. Okay. Brandon, he really is just, I love it. He's like, you know, this is the normal thing that we go through every day. It's great because we come in in the morning. So I feel like we're even more loopy, which is like actually better for the podcast. Oh my gosh. So you think that um, it would make sense to just to think, okay, don't do this again. And we talked about the power of visualization before and how influential it could be. But when you're thinking about not doing the same mistake and you're picturing the exact same thing you don't want to do, that's the only thing you're focusing on at that point. You know what's interesting is when we learned about um, putting your energy out in the universe, you always wanna say, I'm going to do this or I'm the most beautiful. If you say, I don't want to um, take as many naps. Your uh, your brain actually cancels out the don't part and actually cancels out the no. So it says, I don't want to take like five naps a day. I want to take five naps a day is what your brain is actually <laughs> saying. So yeah. it's, it's interesting because you think by even putting a not in there or a no. Or any will, negative. Or any negative will cancel out. Your brain actually switches it. So it's like, I don't want to fail my test, your brain is actually subconsciously thinking, I want to fail my test. As much as you don't want to think that, um, that is what your subconscious is telling you. Mm -hmm. And And we learned this in our gymnastics career because we always had to give ourselves positive positive affirmation. But but I had to learn that because that's really hard to do. Yeah, this was definitely a very, I had to learn that the hard way because, And honestly, the points that I just made, I really had to look back and think, why, why the heck was I just struggling so hard in that moment? And why was I making the same mistake over and over? And like Peng says, you could totally feel different. You're like, I'm going to make this change. I'm not going to make the same mistake over again. But you know, that's the only thing that's replaying in your mind. And then let's say you're working with a coach and you're afraid of what they're going to say the next time. And the only thing you want to do is not make the same mistake. But then it keeps happening. So it's just this vicious cycle. So instead, 
take a step back. I know we talked about this. Mm -hmm. I feel it's just we talked about this all the time, but taking a step back and just envision yourself doing the skill correctly or whatever you want to accomplish in that moment, whatever you're doing, because maybe even think about a mental, just one thing besides, oh, I can't do this again. Like think of just one correction Mm -hmm. that the coach gave you or something completely different just to put you in a happy mindset rather than the frustrated one you were just in. But I definitely think um, visualizing yourself doing the actual skill rather than thinking about Right. Just not doing it. You know, for just that way. For me, when I was training, when I would get super frustrated, I would just start crying. Like it it was like frustration equals cry. Like it came hand in hand. (laughs) And I think when I worked like that, I was working out of frustration, which was never good for me. Because then my mind wasn't in the right setting and I actually like what Janae said, I would do the same mistake over and over again and I would focus on not making that mistake. And this is when I was younger. I just remember turns were like my worst nemesis sometimes. Like some days I could just not stay on the beam. <laughs> like it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And I remember it's it's I remember being like how do I even make a change? Like how do I even stay on the beam because in gymnastics it is the slightest movement. Like an inch could throw you off the beam, an inch too high could actually make you like land short or make you not complete the skill. So we're talking about inches here, like centimeters. (laughs) Like it's a very small change that you have to make. So when I was getting frustrated and I would kind of go through my insanity moment and the coach was mad at me, I was mad at myself. I had to dramatically make a change, which meant if I was falling on one side of the beam, I fell on the other side of the beam and my coach and I actually talked about this, like when I was younger, they would say, you need to just go completely the wrong way. Like, don't even think about completing the skill, like just do something dramatically different. And they'd be really proud of me because I was doing something different. The worst thing you can do is do the same thing again. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that's like in life in general too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that could be, Oh, my mom's coming down for her birthday. I'm sorry, guys. I just had to say that. What? I love my mama. She's turning... I won't say her age. (laughs) (laughs) Almost did. Um, Something that happens in real life could be if you are in a relationship. Let's put it in relationship terms. And you have a partner, right? And you're trying to console your partner. The worst thing you can do is the next time that something happens is console them the exact same way that made them frustrated. (laughs) That will probably frustrate the living daylights out of the other person, which is why I say, do something different. Even though you may think you're wording it in a different way, it's probably along the same lines as what you're comfortable with, but it's actually getting out of your comfort zone, which is really hard Mm. to do. But in real life, it happens all the time because we tend to, we have the same tendencies that um, we do that, you know, it's all about communication. But I'm saying in relationship terms because I think people have gone through this (laughs) when people argue and they kind of respond to their partner a certain way and they didn't like that response. But then the next time they do it, they do the same response. (laughs) And it's like, didn't we tell you? Like, don't, like, the worst thing you could do is the same thing. Right, right, right. That just kind of made me think about, you know, when you said console or um, go up to your partner in the same exact way and it just... It's kind of like a coach bothers, athlete relationship. Bothers huh? them more. And it made me think about, you know, when you're kind of sad and someone <laughs> comes up to you, you okay? Like, yeah. And then That's another like, person comes up to you, you okay? 
Yeah. And like the more people that come up to you and ask you if you're okay, makes you more not okay. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. And it's like the same thing over and over again. (laughs) And it's actually making everything worse. Yeah. But until someone comes up to you and say, hey, Jay, I really think that you're doing well, but you need to fix this. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Rather than you good. Are you okay? And it's just (laughs) the more it just. It just gradually makes you less okay, even though they really do care about your well-being. Happened, honestly, this happened to me kind of recently, you know, but it was fine. I just needed to. Was this at work? Yeah. <laughs> Janae told me she was like, "Hey, I went to the bathroom and just had a cry at work." That <laughs> <laughs> was so sad for you because I think I was calling. Was I calling you? Yeah, you I did. Was, honestly, I text her in bulks, guys. She really I know, does. Or she I know just she works. Call me, and I'm like, you know, I'm at work. You're like, I know. I just need like five minutes. I'm like, ping. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, we're talking business here. <laughs> I'm not this asking her it. about her day. <laughs> I'm saying, Janae we need to work on this podcast and I have ideas for it so I have to get it out and yeah tell we're you. discussing logistics and stuff and this was just one it, of those moments but she but she just thought I, I she always thinks I call her out of like pleasure I'm like no I, I love you but I know you're at work <laughs> so I'm gonna call you and have a little meeting with you right now <laughs> she, she always answers Ping you know I'm at work right <laughs> or you're like Ping, I have five minutes. <laughs> That's it. That's all I get with today. But yeah, so um, your whole consoling with the approaching in the same way made me think of that scenario. So mm. I think, I mean, I know I'm not, please don't leave me hanging. I know I'm not the only one has, who has been through this. I've like, definitely been through that. You're going through some and like a thousand people are coming up to you asking if you're okay <laughs> and you're not. And then it's just the 10th person. You're like, come on. Like, the I first okay is one sniffle. <laughs> the second okay is one tear out of the eye. The third okay is like, <laughs> like the hyperventilating. <laughs> so, you know, well, y'all, before we, you know, circle back to more insanity or how to be not insane. <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> but I, as much as I really like that version. So say the exact same thing or switch it up. No, I just, I just, I hope you put that in the podcast. That was funny. <laughs> I think it's time for a quick break because, you know, I'm crying a little bit from laughing at the moment. <laughs> Thank you, Peng. <laughs> Welcome, Jay. So we'll be back after this short break. Welcome back, everybody. We are Ambition on Fleek, and we are talking today about the concept of insanity. So we're coming back to tell you more insane points. <laughs> <laughs> but good insane. Yeah. But it was actually funny before we get started. So we have a laptop in the center of our desk to kind of like look at our notes of what we wrote down. And Janae and I normally either meet up the night before or... Um, FaceTime and discuss points that we want to talk about. And this girl did not have like 60 points last night. (laughs) I looked at the (laughs) screen. I'm like, whoa, where did all these things come from? And she just telling you, I was drilling it out because remember I randomly wanted to make these, um, croissant rolls. She's normally so tired at night. And (laughs) this girl had the most energy and she's like, I want croissant rolls. (laughs) She's like, I want high chews. (laughs) And then she would move from the couch to the table. Then we were taking pictures last night of like us working and she was trying to be so candid. (laughs) She was like having her hand on her face. was not candid whatsoever. I was crying. You know when they say act natural, but you don't act natural. That's exactly what I was doing. (laughs) She just went, 
her hand on her face. Act natural. <laughs> put her hand on her lips. So and it's I'm like, like when, you I, ever do when that? your crush walks over, act natural. And you're like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But anyways, back on topic, you were going to ask a question or... Um, yeah, I was going to ask, I feel like when people are listening to this podcast or they're just thinking, how do you know when to start or where to start? Because it's really hard to kind of step outside of yourself to see what you're doing. Cause you, you really think in this moment you're doing something different, but apparently not because clearly the results aren't different. So that's going to make you frustrated. Yeah. So I just thought like, how do you even know if it's a good change or how do you know where to start or how to start? So I always think the best thing to do is write out your um, your thoughts or to if you are doing like an athletic thing is to record yourself. Um, but if you can't do that, really think and step outside of yourself. And what I mean by that is think about how you are doing everything every single day, how, um, why, like what you think you're doing differently. But this is where I always say, you know, your friends are your best friends or every person that you have access to is your resource. Ask them what they think on the outside. Like, hey, you know, I've been really trying to um, get to this goal, but for some reason I feel like I can't. Like, what have you been noticing in me? And it's gonna help when you have an outside perspective because they may tell you something that you didn't even know you were doing or what you weren't doing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important to get outside perspective, but also multiple outside perspectives. You I know? think so too. And and <clears throat> I know it's scary to be, to ask an honest question because you don't want to hear certain things. Like you don't want to hear <laughs> I know, that. I'm guilty of that. You're like, please tell me what I want to hear. Like say if just... you're trying to lose weight and <laughs> you're, you're eating salad every day for lunch and dinner or whatever that you think is really healthy. But on the outside, you're eating like protein bars as snacks and like really heavy stuff as snacks. Oh, yeah. So I like, I think subconscious, subconsciously we know what we're doing wrong, but sometimes it's hard to admit it. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like to asking your friend like, oh man, I've been trying to lose 10 pounds, but I don't know why I haven't been able to lose it. And they're like, well, you know, you have been eating those like bars every single day. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. I never thought about that. Yeah. Or they're kind of tell you like, hey, maybe you should change it, change this up. I know you really like this one thing, but right. it's not that healthy for you. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of getting to that level of, um, vulnerability. Hey, and you know, that is a change in itself, to be honest. Be, just because it's not related to what you're doing, like physically, mm -hmm. that's actually a mental change. And that is probably one of the best changes, I think. Yeah, as mental so changes. Too. So I, I really think that like asking your resources and asking people for help too, or just to, to see like, what have you seen? It's kind of like when you go to your boss or like a teacher, hey, I haven't been like doing so well on my test, but what have you been seeing from the outside that I've been doing wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that is, a, that is a level of bravery, I think, because I used to be so scared to ask people for like, their opinions or even go to the teachers you know what I mean well, it's yeah. like you don't want to hear it one <laughs> two you don't want to hear what you've been doing wrong but I think if you're really if you really want something that bad you're going to do the changes that you want to and I think that's going to build just think about how much trust you would build by even op opening that communication with that person you know what I mean and then um you will make <laughs> I feel that you'll make even more progress than if you were just trying to do it with yourself. 
Um, yeah. So I'm just really focusing on the teacher thing. So, you know, they're going to, they really know how you work because they see how you work every right. day. Um, and it's like a coach athlete relationship. Anything, I think honestly, anything in life, people are such relationship people. <laughs> <laughs> people are such relationship related. <laughs> people oh, are such. What do you mean? <laughs> we are built off relationships. People are built off relationships. There we go. Period. And um, going back to the teacher thing, because they're there to help you. So if you use that resource to the ultimate max, then you're going to get maximum results. Yeah. And so, Jay, I have a question for you, actually. Oh, here we go. It's just going to. I'm going to ask you a hard question since you've been so wise today. (laughs) How do you know if it should be a small change or a big change? I think... I think they should always be small changes because you talked about um, like your turns and if you're one inch off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if um, I know um, a bunch of people have been told like, hey, you need to make a major change. Um, even if they say throw yourself over on the other side of the bar for all I care. You know what I mean? Because I've definitely that was, heard that. That was my my technique of getting myself out of the insanity moment. Yeah. So um, but I think small changes are the best because then you can just I just think that's just the best way to reach you know because almost to learn almost to learn yeah and when you just think about it in the grand scheme of things you're not if you want to get to this goal you're not going to take a major step to it you know what I mean like that's just not how it works (laughs) you might be cheating then (laughs) (laughs) so you know I just think um when it comes to, you know, breaking that cycle of insanity or, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over and you need to make a change, I think just make a small change and that might just be take a step back and, you know, change your mindset or actually like, hey, I'm going to focus on this one thing or, you know what I mean, whatever that yeah. may be rather than, because <laughs> just know that, know that I've definitely wanted to just throw myself on the other side of the bar just to make sure, just to make the coach happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think- home, man. I think um, I agree with all those points too. And like the small changes will help also you understand step by step of what is happening. And mm-hmm. also I think sometimes you have to do little small changes in order to make the big change. Exactly. Because unless you're really feeling brave and I just remember sometimes to break myself out of the cycle of insanity, I had to do something completely different. Like. Yeah. Be, I say that because I had to do something that would just get my mindset off of what exactly I've been doing every single day. And then I could start working on the small steps back to where I wanted to be. So like mine was almost like the opposite of what you're saying. Right. I had to do the big step first and then do the little steps mm-hmm. only because then it would help me um, almost reset my brain. Yeah. And just know that you know, everybody's different. So, yeah. you know, if you want to take pangs and you need to take make this major change before you take little baby steps, and that's cool. I definitely needed to make small changes, but kind of learning which works best for you, and you may need to try both to figure that out, but that's okay because once you do learn how you work best, then you'll be more productive. And yeah. it's just a growing experience. Everything is a growing experience. Be proud of be proud of yourself if you really understand yourself a little better. Like maybe, and every day is different. Some days I actually worked really well out of frustration. Other days it was living hell. <laughs> so like it really depends on um, how you're feeling almost that day too. Mm-hmm. But I, again, like everyone works in such different ways. Like maybe none of our techniques from Janae and I will work for you 
I don't know. I hope that we can give a small advice, but maybe none of our techniques work. But I'm I'm just saying because um, there are so many people out there that definitely work differently than Janae and I too. But this is the way we have learned or experienced from our um, sports and in life and stuff. Right. And I also just want to encourage to not get frustrated if it doesn't click right yeah. then and there you know what I mean because let's say you want to try this out and you don't get it or you're trying really hard and you don't even know how to make that first step that's okay because I had to go through that paying had to go through that it comes on different levels so just know that it it's a process and like I said before we're all very different and you know what? it may take longer than a day or two you know what I mean but just know that you are making the conscious effort to yeah. make a change in the first place was it Einstein some really smart scientists. E equals MC squared. <laughs> e equals MC squared. Some smart scientists said out there, you have to fail a bunch of times in order to succeed. And they were like, well, weren't you getting frustrated that you failed like 500 times and you weren't getting the equation that you wanted or something? And he's like, no, because that always, that all led to the one successful equation. So when we're talking about it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail because if you're learning at least something from what you're failing at, you, all those little points that you're learning are going to make one great result someday. You just have to almost stay positive and have faith that you are going to because the worst thing you can do is just saying it's never happening, but you don't know that because it you're all the things that you are doing are eventually helping yourself in the long run. And also knowing that those failures don't define you as a person. Yeah, no. Um, which is all. another big thing I had to learn too. So once you understand that and know that, you can use those failures, which really, I don't really see them as failures. I always look at them as learning experiences. Um, but yeah, and then it'll, like Peng said, it'll get you to the point where you need to get to. And you're like, yeah, I made it. You're going to be so proud at the end. And be like, and then you're going to tell the stories. Remember that time I fell this many times that one day? Oh and my then- gosh, me on bars with my dang clear hip. <laughs> I, guys, I at least did 25, if not 30. It was so sad. It was really sad. I know my teammates were sad for me. It was like. Yeah, because we all moved on. <laughs> they left the gym. Like I was, I was the only one left in the gym at this point. Yeah. I remember it so vividly. I remember it so vividly. <laughs> well. Did you ever nail the clear hip that day? Back to back to our your first point. Oh my goodness. Did I even think that far back? I'm trying to think. So when I was thinking about this experience, I was thinking about the multiple times. And of course I wasn't thinking about when I got off the event or how I got off the event. I think I eventually did it. <laughs> oh, you don't remember? <laughs> it was a long day and I think I've pushed it so far back in my mind. But honestly, I think I did do it because I wouldn't have stayed on bars that long if I didn't. And right. you um, wanted to end on a good note. I wanted to end on a good note. And I don't think um, Chris would have allowed me to be on bars that long without doing it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause it's like, true. Cause um, I feel that once I got to that point in my career, it's like, okay, take a step back. We'll come back tomorrow. You know what I mean? But right. I think I did eventually do it, but I had to humble myself and realize that I did not need that skill. And I did not need to keep <laughs> that skill in my routine and keep the same skill. <laughs> And keep the same routine basically all four years I could switch it up so once I understood that and learned that it would make my routine easier and I wouldn't have to worry about another skill I was like you know what you right um <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll take it out it's fine see like, that is why it's good to tell people your problems <laughs> because then you might they'll they will help you get through it you, like 
it is okay to ask for an outside perspective. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so y'all, it was made my routine easier. I wasn't as tired. I didn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, like, cause clear-ups were really fun for me, but, and I think that's another reason why I wanted to keep it in, but right. the main thing was you don't need it. So why do it? <laughs> so it yeah. It just wasn't happening for Nene. So yeah, been there, done that. It's all good though. But yes, I did eventually do it. I did it okay. after like an hour and a half on Dang. bars. <laughs> Hands were burning. Abs were churning. Abs were churning. <laughs> Eyes were crying. <laughs> but the day moved on. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. We always appreciate when you guys listen. And you know what we appreciate more? is when you subscribe, like, rate, comment, and share this podcast. So please, do Nene and I a favor and just be ever so kind. To On do wherever you listen to those podcasts. Yes, yes. All right, you are listening to Ambition on Fleek, and we can't wait to see you next time. If you have any questions, make sure to tweet at us, tweet at us, at Peng Peng Lee and at Janae Honest. Hashtag Ambition on Fleek. So we know which questions and topics to look for. Yes. So on that note, Ping Ping C. Lee and Janae Honest are out. Peace. Peace.